Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023, and this is day 1939 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much. We honor you above all others. Thank you for being our sovereign God. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to go forth and fulfill every single purpose you've given us for today. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who leads and guides us into all truth and who equips us with the power to accomplish all things that you've given us to do. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is somebody's praying for you. Yep, someone's praying for you, whether you know it or not. You may not even know that person, but they know you because God has put, in, has put you on their hearts. You probably do it for other people as well, and they don't know it. It is so important that we do this, that we lift each other up in prayer. We're coming out of Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. Colossians 1 verses 1 through 14. And this is Paul speaking. And he says here, Paul, an apostle of Christ, Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colosh, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, peace, grace and peace to you from God, our Father. We always thank God, the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ when we pray for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as if, uh, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. So, bearing fruit means, hey, you're you're building the kingdom by sharing the love of Jesus with others. You learned it from Epaphras our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. So Epaphras was speaking on both ends, letting Paul know how great these people were and letting them know how great Paul was in the Spirit, in in the Lord. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, 
so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Wow. He's talking about how he's doing it. They're praying not stopped and, and what they're praying for, the wisdom and understanding and that the Spirit gives and, and, and why, you know, uh, to help them to have endurance and patience. And it's just absolutely powerful what he lays out here in these few verses that he and all the people with him are doing. Verse 13 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his son, of the son he loves. So from darkness, from serving Satan to light serving the Lord in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus when he hung on that cross for us. And he reconciled us back unto the Father because we were separated from him when Adam and Eve sinned. And that was God's plan to bring us back to him through his only son who died on the cross, who was buried and who rose up from the grave, victorious over death, over hell and the grave. And we are now his ambassadors. We are now heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Let's go to our points. Point number one, we all need prayer. Sometimes we don't even realize that someone's praying for us until they check on us and and let us know that they've been praying. Prayer is so powerful. I remember praying for my husband. <laughs> this was several years ago. Okay, I've told y'all we've been married 45 years. And um, so this was uh, probably at around the 18-year mark or so, <laughs> or, or less, 15 years. And uh, I remember praying and saying, God, get my husband straight. Get him right. <laughs> Okay, so at that time, he wasn't going to church necessarily. He was doing his thing. I was doing my thing on the other end, me and the kids going to church. But we would always come together. He's a great man, great provider, loving husband. Uh, But I just wanted him at church with me. (laughs) How selfish, right? And uh, so I, I prayed, God, get him straight. He's not doing right, blah, blah, blah. And look, listen to what God told me. Yeah, God will speak to you now. He said, it's you. <laughs> Don't worry about what he's doing. Uh, he said, you need to get, you need to do what I've called you to do. Uh, keep praying for your husband, he said, <clears throat> and see him as the man that he, that I've called him to be. Don't focus in on what, you know, he may not be doing that, that, that doesn't line up quite with the word of God. Just, just continue to, um, Pray for him and, and then you do what I've called you to do. And that will win him over. And when I got that in my mind, when God planted that in me, oh, I got it all right. Yep. 
it was I need to focus on what I need to be doing and not not asking God to to get him to get on him. Uh, it's interesting how God reveals things to us, right? Then I remember praying for God to bring my husband back to life when he died right before me, uh, right in front of me more than once. This happened at least two or three times, and God brought him back each time. Uh, God, in his glorious grace and mercy, brought him back. I remember the same thing happening with my granddaughter. She you know, has a pacemaker also. And when she was in the second grade, she's walking across the floor with her lunch and and not knowing that the lead or the this wire that goes into the heart to keep the heart beating uh, properly from the pacemaker became detached and she dropped dead. And it's a, it's a miracle from God. It's God. It's just God's work. You know what I'm saying? And, and, we prayed, I prayed like I never prayed before. And, um, you know, after her being in a induced coma for a month, um, all those things, they were able to get her back to life. God brought her back, um, but he used people and they had a defibrillator there at the school and was able to bring her back. The nurse was there, all that. And, and, uh, God brought her back and put her in an induced coma for 30 days. And, uh, they didn't know, you know, what shape she would be in, if she could see, hear, walk, or talk. They didn't know how long she had been up and how they couldn't tell how much damage uh, could have been done to the brain. And so they they really um, uh, equipped us for that to help us understand that she may not be back to normal. But God, oh my God, oh, when they took her out of that coma, she knew us all after a day. <laughs> she says, hey, Nana. Hi, Papa. And we just were so elated. It was just uh, the greatest, one of the greatest blessings ever. And I mean, she's now 13 and functioning just like a normal 13-year-old. Look at God, right? Prayer works. The effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man or woman uh, it says a righteous man uh, availeth much. So don't stop praying for others, even when God shows us something about ourselves. And remember, I told you, God showed me that about myself. <laughs> and and I had to make some adjustments and some corrections. I chose to. You know, we don't have to, uh, but it's for our own good. And if we choose not to, well, we choose to stay in the same old rut that we're in. If we choose to do better according to what God is instructing us, he has great things in store for us. Point number two, here are some ways to pray for other believers. And just for other people in general, but I'm talking about believers right now. Uh, number one, be thankful for their faith and change lives. That's what Paul did. Uh, and all of these, this is derived from what Paul, how he prayed for them. Okay. Uh, he uh, ask God, second, second, ask God to help them know what he wants them to do. It's very, very important that we know what it is God has for us to do. And, and to have that clearly manifested in us, this like this revelation that we get that yes, and when you get it, you just know this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what God wants me to do. Third, ask God to give them deep spiritual understanding get outside of the flesh, get away from the flesh and, and, and see things the way God sees it. 
Uh, fourth, ask God to help them live for him. How do I, you know, some people might wonder, how do I live for God? Well, here's the key, being obedient to God and doing his will, letting his will be your will, usurping your own will. You put yours aside where we put ours aside and let God's will supersede. Five, ask God to give them more knowledge of himself. The more we know about the Lord, the more we can become like him. That's why it's important for us to read our Bible so that we get to know our Savior. We get to know our Lord, you know, the creator of everything, the owner of everything. Come on now. We need to get to know our Father. God's our Father. Six, ask God to give them strength for endurance. Yeah, it's going to be tough sometimes. And and God makes that clear in his word. It is not going to always be easy. But he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He will always be there with us. And understanding that he allows us to go through different things to help us, to strengthen us, to prepare us for the next phase of our journey. And then think about it. Sometimes it's stuff we brought on ourselves because of disobedience. We can't blame God for that. But but the good thing is God forgives us if we repent. And we can just say, shake that off, move on, let it go. Stop stop harboring it and thinking about it and move forward. And seven, ask God to fill them with joy, strength, and thankfulness. We need the joy of the Lord. That is our strength. And then thanking God always. So many, so many people in your life can be touched if you pray for them in this way. You know, oh, I remember, and I've shared this with y'all, how we struggled coming up. My mother raising five of us uh, alone after the, her and my dad divorced. And uh, I was seven and my youngest sister uh, from that marriage was seven months old. And uh, it was it it was tough. <laughs> and, and she working two jobs most of the time. And, you know, it just wasn't, we had a lot of laughter and fun and played games and different things as kids and just all those typical things that we would do as a child. But I could see that she really, it was hard. It was hard for her. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was hard for all of us. But but now, you know, after when being the oldest, I saw a lot more, you know. And uh, one of the things she would say is, I'm not going to speak bad to you about your father. Um, you will get to know for yourself and make up your own minds about that. And I, I really thought that was good of her. Uh, I prayed for her once I got saved and came to know Jesus in my early 20s. And and I would pray for her all the time. And I prayed very specifically for her, number one, to be saved. Number two, that God would bless her with a man, a husband. Because she wanted to be married to someone that that would love her, that loved the Lord first. And then knew how to love her and take care of her and protect her and who would retire her so she wouldn't have to work anymore. Don't you know God did that? You know what I'm saying? God did that very thing. She met a man. um, She had known him from high school and they ended up reconnecting and they ended up getting married. He was a man of God. He taught her the word of God. You know, she grew in Christ and she always, oh, he did 
I think I said this, he immediately had her stop working. <laughs> and he made sure he provided in every way. They moved into her home. Uh, she always wanted a convertible, like a little Mustang or some type of, I don't remember what kind of car it was, but it looked like a Mustang. But he bought her that. He, she always wanted that. They even dressed alike, y'all. They would go to church together. They they were both, you know, not the tallest people. She's like five feet tall. He's a, He was about, you know, five, five, something like that. And they were just the cutest little couple. And they would you know, uh, do all these little things together. And uh, it was really nice. And they taught the word together and, and until God called him home. And uh, just to see that God answered that prayer. And, uh, and even after that, he made sure, you know, after he passed on, she, she was able to continue uh, living, you know, through um, uh, what he left. And so it, it's just uh, a blessing to see God answer prayers. And I may not have been the only one praying for that, but you just, you never know what God's going to do. Well, actually we do because God tells us he'll answer our prayers as long as they line up with his word. Now, if you praying and asking God for somebody else's spouse or whatever, that doesn't line up with the word of God, right? Are you praying for, for God to beat somebody up because you don't like them that doesn't line up with his word so you know making sure it lines up with the word of god and praying for those in need and looking out for others god uh truly acknowledges that and he will answer your prayers now what have you been seeking god for understand that he hears you and 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 if it doesn't happen right away it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen it's just all about God's timing so continue to trust him and stay faithful doing the work of God you know as uh, as you also pray for others now if you don't know Jesus that's that's our prayer that you come to know him as your Savior and your Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the ultimate right there, to be with Jesus for eternity and with God the Father. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy U-Y-C-K-S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing, teaching our youth, life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with our DIY, teaching youth how to uh, repair, do small household repairs. And we're really, really excited about that coming up on the 17th. And we'll be getting our all-girls group all geared up. And uh, we've been out getting all the supplies and getting ready for them to learn some basic things on repair work. And we thank you for helping us to do that through your prayers and through your support and through your financial support as well. We are very grateful to each and every one of you. 
All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.